ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Canada, the United Kingdom, and Ireland, and in the states of Illinois, Washington, and Arkansas, because you keep tuning in. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the, of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I want to celebrate with you my being chosen by Expertise, an independent research organization, as one of the six 16 best life coaches in Dallas from a total of 314 life coaches. According to expertise, unlike most other websites and directories, a business can't pay to be included on expertise. This gives our users the confidence to find and connect with exceptional businesses that are objectively qualified and authentically well-reviewed. I'm honored and grateful to receive this unsolicited recognition. I appreciate the unbiased vote of confidence from expertise.com and acknowledgement of the work I do to help people grow, heal, and create the life they want and deserve. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guests today, Joan and Ann Watts, who will talk with us about their father, Alan Watts, the man, his wisdom, and legacy. In last week's show, Allison Chester Lambert talked with us about how Greek mythology provides insight, wisdom, and guidance. As Janice wrote, what an interesting show, so empowering. I was surprised, and you sounded radiant. 
Thank you, Janice. I love the insights Allison shared, like the fact that the 12 main Greek deities were composed of six men and six women, and that there was no judgment about sexual or gender preference. We have a lot that we can learn from these deities about equality, empowerment of women, and acceptance of intolerance for all people. Allison emphasized the importance of a feminine resurgence that's occurring now. We have been in a male-dominated time of scientific and technological revolution, but not evolution. Women are claiming their power now, and it will manifest more fully around the year 2020. I read tarot, and Allison's Greek mythology reading cards are my new favorite insight deck. They are beautiful and carry profound insights that we need today. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on this topic, please listen to our shows on April 16, 2015 with Cheryl Baird, What Your Conscious Mind Doesn't Know, on December 1, 2016 with Wendy Garling, the important role of women in the Buddha's life, and on October 13, 2016, with Bob Hieronymus and Laura Kortner, the Statue of Liberty, Goddess in the New World. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. And now you can add to the benefits of my show by following my blog with Mary and Stefan's story and my life coaching tips. As she wrote in an upcoming blog, this show talks about women finding their voice and becoming empowered, which is exactly what I needed to hear. Dr. Paula eloquently states that we can stand up to men, speak our minds, become powerful, and still be feminine and women. This gives me the courage I need to navigate the difficult relationships I I have with my older boys. To read my latest blog, go to my website, paulajoyce.com. And now for your tip for my 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment ebook. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear and brings peace and joy. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Ask yourself, will this bring me joy? This is a good question to ask when you're ready to experience the deepest level of positive experiences. On an unconscious level, we can block ourselves from wanting something that will bring us joy because we are so used to depriving ourselves. This question will take your life to a new level. Most of us have a hidden belief that we don't deserve peace, joy, and happiness. We may even feel guilty that we're joyful when others are starving at war, being separated from their children, when all they want is asylum to protect their children from rape, starvation, or being forced into a gang. One of the challenges of our time is to find ways to stay positive and, yes, even joyful in the midst of the horror that's happening around us. I'm not suggesting that we pretend all is well. The challenge is to know what is happening, do what we can do to make a difference by standing up and speaking out for what we believe is right and also find joy in our own 
own lives. Part of that joy can come from knowing that we are speaking our truth, living our values, and providing an example for our children. If we remain silent, it's the same as agreeing with the inhumane actions of the government of the United States. Since our government is of the people, for the people, and by the people, we are doing whatever our government is doing. There is no way to absent ourselves from responsibility. We must take action in whatever ways we can, including making phone calls, writing letters, sharing factual information on social media, volunteering and contributing money to the causes we believe in, praying and participating in nonviolent protests and civil disobedience. My daughter was telling me about her friends who are peaceful engaging in civil disobedience and getting arrested in order to make their voices heard and also about the candidate she's helping to get elected. These are extreme and troubling times and they require extreme measures. I have been getting the uneasy feeling for some time now that the United States is experiencing a gradual and quiet erosion of civil rights, protection of the environment and safety from the possibility of nuclear war. While the media is focusing on and reacting to some of the outrageous tweets of our president, many of the laws that he repealed have gone unnoticed and unreported. This process of quietly chipping away at our rights is very similar to what happened in Hitler's Germany before the mass arrests and murder of Jews, blacks, dwarfs, homosexuals, and anyone who didn't fit the German ideal. If you really don't want history to repeat itself, you must speak up. I feel so strongly about this that I invited a previous guest, numerologist Alice Rosen, to come on this first portion of the show today to talk with us about the importance of speaking up in this 11-2 year. Alice? Hi, thank you for making time to be here today. On January 11th, you talked with us about the meaning of 11-2. So how is this critical right now? Well, thank you for having me, Paul. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak. Um, On your show earlier this year, I told your viewers, your listeners, that this 11-2 year is a very crucial time Um, in our nine-year Path, our nine-year cycle, as it brings us to, to 11, which is if you add up all the letters in 2018, you get 11, and that's just like a bridge over to um, our higher realm, our higher spirituality, and so our task this year is to find our voice and find our truth, so it's so important this year to listen to our truth and to speak out to the atrocities that's going on right now. Um, and if we don't do it this year in this 11-2 year, next year in the three universal year, it's going to bring us more chaos and um, more divisions. And I fear that in a three, our words are very important. And if we don't speak out and speak the truth this year, um, Donald Trump, the president, is going to make our voices mute. He's not going to let us speak out as our First Amendment rights. So that's why I'm so troubled about what's going on, and that, quite frankly, not enough people are speaking out. I mean, I know our media is speaking out, but like I told you the other day, I put up on Facebook, my Facebook page, I said, and I will read it, and this was on June 20th, I said, please call the White House today 
and demand that Donald Trump release the 2,000 babies and kids he has kidnapped from the immigrants seeking asylum at our borders. He is now holding them in unknown locations across the country, even in New York City. There are zero plans to reunite these kids with their parents. If you ever wondered what you would do if something like the Holocaust happened in the USA, well, here's your opportunity. And then I put in there the White House direct message line, which is 202-456-1111, and they are open from 9 to 4 um, Eastern time. Not one person, except, I'm sorry, only one person besides my husband liked it or shared it, which was so troubling to me because this is our opportunity. We don't speak now. We're going to have to look at ourselves in the mirror in about a year and a half and say, why didn't I speak up? And so I was very alarmed that nobody is listening, or I think they are. Maybe they're reading it. I don't know. But then I had a conversation with my 16-year-old son about this, and I told him I had called the White House twice and um, spoken spoken to the uh, message people. And I've also written my senator and told him he needs to do something. And in his 16-year-old wisdom, he said, well, that's not going to do anything, Mom. And I was taken aback. I said, what do you mean? Doing nothing results in nothing. We have to do something. We have to use our voice. And that's why I feel so strongly about speaking up about it. And I'm so glad that you are as well. Well, I I appreciate that that you came on and are, are talking about this because I remember learning in in history and in um, in and in courses in high school that we must speak up, <laughs> that that it's our obligation as a citizen of the United States of America to to speak our truth and let our government officials know how we feel. And I'm actually appalled that that's not being taught to our children today. Um, and, well, and, that and, you- I, and I was on my um, meditation walk this morning, and what my guide specifically told me, and probably to tell your viewers, that, you know, we elect our officials. They work for us, our congressmen, our senators, and even the president. They work for us. And we tell them what to do. We, they don't work. We don't work for them. And so that's why people, by not speaking up, they're not using their voice. They're giving it away. And it's like we're working for Donald Trump all of a sudden. And that's not why. That's not what our Constitution says. That's not what we, the people, are all about. And so if we don't use our voice this year, I'm so afraid of what's going to happen next year because we really won't have the opportunity like and we are this year. We won't have the guidance. We won't have our angels. And, I mean, we'll still have their help but not as much as this year. And I'm talking about in a peaceful way. I'm talking about contacting your senators and being polite but firm. And I did tell the the White House on the message board, I said, you know, Donald Trump does not work for us. He, I mean, he, he works for us. We do not work for him. And the, the lady on the other end, I mean, I could tell she did not like hearing that because I'm, the, the way he talks, you can tell he thinks we're his employees and we're not. 
Thank you so much, Alice, for sharing this with us because it is so important. And I hope you all wrote down that number. Can you read it one more time for us, please? And then we'll move on. The direct line, the message line to the White House is 202-456-1111. And it's open from 9 to 4 Eastern Time. Thank you so much, and have a beautiful day, and I hope all of you do take action. My silver lining story today relates to this discussion and is very short. In these troubling times, I'm grateful to have friends like Alice and family like my daughter who are willing to stand up and speak their truth, and I'm grateful to have this show and a presence on social media where I can speak up, share the truth of what's happening, and how I feel about it with an audience that cares enough to listen and hopefully take action. And because I believe we must find a way to also stay positive, I'm continuing the energy of having fun in my next workshop, which will be Unleash Your Unique Creativity. As Albert Einstein said, creativity is intelligence having fun. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area, present this workshop or another one like the Om Awakening or Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. Our guests today are Joan and Anne, the daughters of Alan Watts. Joan's art has won awards and juried shows and hangs in many private collections. She was a successful fundraiser in the nonprofit world for 25 years and then an occasional fishing guide for 20 years. Most of her life decisions have been influenced in one way or another by her father. Anne is a hypnotherapist, educator, and counselor in the areas of sexual abuse, family stress, self-esteem, and financial and aging issues. She conducts workshops around the world and at Esalen Institute in California. Joan and Anne are co-editors of the collected letters of their father, but the book is called The Collected Letters of Alan Watts. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment, and the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then register for my next workshop and con- or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, how are you going to speak out about the current erosion of our rights and what made America great? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Joan and Ann Watts, who will talk with us about their father, Alan Watts, the man, his wisdom, and legacy. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from, from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of people. This interests you. If you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to speak out about the current erosion of our rights and what made America great. I'm so pleased to welcome Joan and Ann Watts, who will talk with us about their father, Alan Watts, the man, his wisdom, and legacy. Um, Welcome to the show, Joan and Ann. Thank you. Um, I I was wondering, uh, you know, I know you've been listening to the show so far. What, um, if your father were here today, what do you think his response would be to what's going on um, in the United States right now? Well, I think he would be somewhat horrified, frankly, um, uh, because he definitely was a person that, uh, believed in uh, rights for everybody and um, not to single out other people. It's, 
his work involved all kinds of different uh, nations and peoples, and um, it still does. And he's got uh, fans from all over the world, uh, Muslim as well as Christian, uh, Buddhist, etc. And um, I think he would be very dismayed with the direction we're going. And he started out as a an Episcopal priest, is that correct? And do you want to chip in there? And um, he he started out um, writing actually when he was quite young. Um, his, he wrote his first book when he was a, a teenager, and um, uh, but after he married our mother and they moved. Uh, back to New York from London, um, after a while, after he'd been lecturing and writing for a bit, he decided to take the path of becoming an Episcopalian priest, which he did, and uh, and was very good at that for quite a few years. So what motivated him to move into um, Buddhist teachings? That's quite a shift, some would think. May, I, I can see similarities in, across all faiths um, and all religions. I think when you look at the similarities, there's a tr- tr- more alike than different, but that's not the way everyone would see it, and I'm sure it horrified a lot of people. Well, I um, first of all, I just wanted to clarify that uh, he actually started out with uh, the interest in Buddhism, um, that was what his first book was about, and uh, several subsequent books. Um, even though he was going to an Anglican boys' school uh, in uh, England, he uh, had uh, come upon uh, Buddhist teachings and um, was very drawn to that. And I think he was trying to uh, meld the two uh, religions somewhat together during the course of his uh, experience as an Anglican priest, um, he was kind of looking for the bridge that would uh, connect the two faiths. And, and, and what did that look like or sound like? Did he have any success with that? Uh, not I really. I think, uh, you know, I, I think where he did see some similarities, he... Uh, basically found that the the two weren't really all that compatible. Interesting. And can you add to that? I, I would just say that I think, um, I think there was a difference between what he saw as the essential, uh, essential belief and, um, and the church itself. And, um, and I think he found that, um, how the church itself operated was not a fit for him. And, um, but I think that many, I think all through his life, um, he, he really brought together the richness and the depth of, of the, of the belief systems, both in, in really in the older Christianity as well as in, uh, Eastern religions. So, um, that, thank so you, Anne, for a, po- yeah. 
I just want to thank you, Anne, for pointing out that distinction because I think that's so important because when when we take out the institutionalization of religions and really look at just the basic teachings, there is more similarity across religions. So I, I, can, I can understand now better um, what Joan was saying, that he had trouble connecting them because of interference, really, with, um, with our institutionalization of religions and the way things often get directed and treated, which aren't always in keeping with the true teachings. Right. I think it would have application to our situation today, especially in politics, uh, what was being discussed earlier, uh, where um, the the institution uh, somehow drives away the, the spirituality, uh, the true spiritual nature or the, the true... Um, thoughts of founding fathers, etc., of of what um, would be fair and just, or however you want to put that. Um, that you know, that seems to be a problem with all institutionalization of uh, concepts and ideas. Um, I, I think that's exactly right, and we have strayed from the spiritual beliefs that were the foundation of the United States of America. And there is a big move now to um, reignite that. And so um, that's probably one of the ways that your father, Alan Watts, would have been, <laughs> would have been more vocal today. Um, what, what is one of your favorite stories? And I'll ask each of you. Um, Anne, what is one of your favorite stories about your father? One of my favorite stories about my father. Well, I have to think about that. Um, okay. Um, Joan, do you have uh, something that you'd like to share? Uh, <laughs> I wish I was prepared for that. Um, Oh my! Um, I you know I'm I'm going to have to think about that too. I'm sorry. Um, okay. All right. Let me ask you another question then. How did um, your father's beliefs uh, affect you? I, I think um, Joan, you said that most of your life decisions have been influenced in one way or another by your father. And so, could you talk to us a little bit more about that? Well, yes. Um, you know, interestingly, I think um, while I was, uh, in a way, on a different path than my father, I, I was um, perhaps more, um, uh, I can't think of the word for it at the moment, but, you know, he he was uh, a bit more on the bohemian side, artsy, you know, whatever, um, and I ended up being involved in uh, business and, um, you know, that type of thing. So, but nevertheless, um, my my lifestyles and my decisions about my life and so on were uh, influenced by him uh, negatively as well as positively. So, um, 
uh, it was kind of interesting in uh, putting the letters together uh, and seeing uh, the transition of my life because um, it was obviously written about quite a bit in his letters, uh, especially the letters to his parents. And um, I just I saw myself in him uh, very clearly, and um, you know things like being married three times, or you know why why you choose to do this rather than that, those types of things. It, it, interesting. Sometimes um, it, 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 we focus on differences, and and it and it's not till later that we can see. <laughs> Because there's always tension. There has to be, and especially when your father was such a public figure, um, it means I'm sure that he wasn't there for you in the same way because he was there in a very public way for others. And the, um, the public person doesn't always match the private. That's very true. Um, but but you did get some special experiences, I would imagine. With um, uh, you, there are letters that talk about all the guests that were hosted in, in your home over the years, and um, dinner parties with intellectuals and poets and religious leaders. I think you know some of the people were James, um, Joseph Campbell, Henry Miller, Carl Jung. Um, I mean, these are these are big names. <laughs> this is um, it must have been um, uh, affected you in some way, positively and negatively. Maybe um, I don't know. So I'm curious, what was it like to grow up with these people in your home? Well, I have to be honest and say I didn't exactly have that opportunity because when I uh, was ten and my parents were divorced. I was sent off to boarding school, and I was never actually back full-time in the household with him. And um, after, oh, about um, 10 or 15 years, I moved back to California, so I saw him much more often and then became more involved in those types of things. By then, I was an adult married mother of uh, three children and so on. Um, but, um, you know, at that point, that started to to be fascinating to me and influence me. I think Anne can tell you a different story uh, because she was around more. So I'll let her say what she thinks there. Okay. Um, well, right, Anne. Um, yeah, I was around for, for a lot of that. And, um, but, you know, it was the air I breathed. You know, it's like, for me, it was just, that's how it was. It was normal. And um, these people were my father's friends, but, um, you know, some of them I made friends with as well and had fun with and enjoyed, um, you know, they they were good to me. Um, and, uh, but, but, you know... I didn't think, I just didn't think about it. It isn't, it isn't until later in life, like you were saying, that uh, I can look back and say, oh, wow, you know, these, these are big names. But to me, in those days, they were just my father's friends. And certainly they were coming and going all the time. Um, but when people ask me what was it like growing up with Alan Watts, it was like, 
Well, it certainly wasn't a, a Leave it to Beaver existence. <laughs> you know, it. it was very different. And, um, and in terms of um, how Alan's um, beliefs and philosophies affected me, again, you know, I was never a student of Alan's. I never studied his work or anything like that. But I was around him all the time as he was lecturing or talking or whatever. And as an adult, I found that just by osmosis, most of my beliefs reflect what my my father's beliefs were. So I'll be listening to something of him speaking today, and I'll be nodding my head. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. You know, and and I think part of that is just that's what I grew up with. And uh, and I want to say that um, so, for instance. Um, um, I, I can we hold that? We need to go to break, and I want to pick that up and hear more about how, what kinds of beliefs, and where you see the similarities. I think this is fascinating. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, PaulaJoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter, and you'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down what values are important to you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Joan and Ann Watts to talk more about Alan Watts, the man, his wisdom, and legacy. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what values are important to you. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Michael can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Joan and Ann Watts talking about their father, Alan Watts, the man, his wisdom, and legacy. Um, Ann, you were talking with us about about uh, the beliefs that you shared with your father. Would, would you pick up on that, please? Yeah, um, I was just about to talk about the fact that um, Alan was very, very much um, a strong um, believer in taking care of the environment. And he saw that uh, we were in trouble way back uh, long before today, and he was writing about it, and he was talking about it, um, and really encouraging people to be aware and conscious and uh, look out for our planet, and um, so that was that was one of the things um, that, uh, you know, is, is totally pertinent to today um, that he was talking about way back when. And how I wish people had paid attention way back when. Uh, uh, he abs- died in 1973, so it was pre-that that he was already giving voice to this. Yes, and how important that he had that connection with um, the earth and with all things to understand that we needed to treat everything with respect, not just... Yeah. Um, each other. And and I think off air you were mentioning too to me how you share that with him, the um, caring and respect of, of all people and, and being a good listener. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is yeah. really beautiful. What a beautiful thing to take away um, and, and to... Um, have learned in childhood from from your parent, um, and and um, Joan, what were um, some of the ways that you um, you were talking during the break about gun control? Yes, he he had a lot to say about um, a, a very uh, uh, appropriate to this time now about uh, police. Uh, 
and guns and um, how, uh, you know, in, in England, for instance, back at that time, um, police didn't carry guns. They only carried bobby sticks. And, um, you know, he would be, I think, very horrified at, at some of the news that is coming across these days, as did back then as well, uh, of uh, the situation of too many guns, too many people uh, wielding guns for unnecessary purposes. And uh, it never meant to him that we shouldn't own any guns. Uh, he felt that, um, you know, hunting was certainly appropriate, hunting with guns. And um, um, it was just more in terms of, of uh, having kind of more of a, a, a war state instead of... Um, you know, police being there to help the little old ladies across the street type of thing, uh, keeping a neighborhood safe perhaps, um, but not having to use um, guns in order to do it. Well, thank you for for these insights. And I'm curious, when you read his letters and as you were putting the book together, um, were there feelings that arose about your father that um, seeing him differently now, feeling differently about him after going? I mean, this is quite an in-depth um, task that you took on to read each letter, to write commentary about it. You must know your father in a whole new way. I, well, I think one of the things that it totally amazed me was uh, how incredibly intelligent he was. Um, what a, he was an, an amazing scholar um, that uh, he pursued all types of interests. It wasn't just uh, religious interests, particularly, or spiritual interests, but also, uh, you know, things like um, quantum physics, which came up later in his life, and uh, his fascination with that, I think well, that was perhaps uh, in connection with, with um, the planet and so on. But, you know, um, just his, his uh, thirst for knowledge and, and his uh, curiosity about things uh, was quite amazing. Mm, what a wonderful quality. <laughs> and Anne, yeah. did you have something to add? Well, I, I just want to say um, when, when you talk about emotional, I'm, I'm, I'm with Joan and the, his brilliance stood out for me, but I couldn't believe how young um, he was when he was writing some of the things he was writing, it was just, I, I, I had to keep figuring out how old was he when he wrote this. Um, <laughs> it was astonishing. And, um, and so I, I have that broader perspective. But on a very personal note, um, as I was reading the letters, um, I, I do work with healing the inner child. And um, based on the fact that I had a pretty uh, turbulent childhood, um, mostly because uh, my mother and stepmother um, really treated me very badly. And, um, but I have this thing about memory that uh, I think that memory is often very suspect. We can be involved in some incident and then 10 minutes later we don't really remember accurately what happened. 
we're already changing it. And so, you know, I look back at my life and I think, so how much of this was accurate? And um, in reading the letter, I was amazed at how accurate my memory was. And, and of course, talking all this over with my sister Joan, um, you know, further confirmation of her experience of, of what it was like for her um, watching me go through what I went through. And, uh, and so, you know, there was a sense of um, kind of relief that, that, uh, that I was remembering accurately, and there was also a sadness that uh, my father was never an advocate for me. Um, so mm. both of those things, when you're talking about some sort of emotional response, um, that was there for me. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and and what I was thinking in, in just this last minute is that this must have brought the two of you closer together, especially since you had so many years of growing up separately. Absolutely. Did, yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, what a gift. Um to, to have had that time together and, and that experience. Um, I have one sister, and we grew up together. And uh, But when there's abuse in the home, it also drives a wedge between the children. And um, so that you had the gift of um, what I'm assuming was probably some um, beautiful healing that occurred during the writing of this book, um, I think is um, is quite a wonderful thing. Well, it was definitely um, a very bonding experience for us, and um, and in our conversations, one of the things I got to see more clearly than ever that my sister was was in fact an ally for me, and uh, you know in the times that she was home from boarding school or wherever she was, she, uh, she would do her best to stand up for me because she couldn't stand to see what was going on. And, uh, and so, you know, I have such a deep appreciation for that as well. Absolutely, and, and gratitude. So thank you both for sharing this and for... Um, for sharing such deep feelings and insights and and your time with us and and the beauty of leaving the legacy of his collected letters. Um, Thank you so much, and I wish you both the best, and I encourage you all to purchase Alan Watts, the the collected um, letters of Alan Watts. Um, it's quite uh, it's quite wonderful. And if you want to know more about Anne and her workshops, you can visit her at annwatts.com. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, then read my latest blog, and go to my store um, to purchase uh, my books and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on and remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops. If you mention this show, you get 
get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Michael, who wants to help you. He's the Archangel of free will through love and will help you find the courage, strength, and self-confidence to speak your truth. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Michael, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me speak my truth. As for his help when you wake up or go to sleep and whenever you want to stand up for what you believe in, pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you become stronger because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when John David Mann will talk about his book and upcoming movie, The Recipe, A Culinary Story of Hope, Wisdom, and Redemption. On July 12, when Jonathan Robison will talk with us about More Love, Less Conflict, Communication Playbook for Couples. And on July 12th, when Dina Miriam will talk about her journey through numerous lifetimes. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life. Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.